there's a lot of things that pop into my head about what could go wrong, including how, how do you talk about that publicly? How do you collaborate with law enforcement? How do you make sure you've got your lawyers engaged at the right level? What's the technology that's involved in making sure that your team understands the technology issues? This is Debugger in 10, a podcast brought to you by Duke University's Sanford School of Public Policy. I'm your host, Bob Sullivan. Cybersecurity isn't just for IT pros or geeks anymore. Everyone at every level of every organization needs to be involved in keeping data and keeping people safe. And that means everyone, including a group with a lot of responsibility that's sometimes reluctant to get involved. Let's talk about them. I'm here with Professor David Hoffman from Duke University. And today we're going to talk about a group of people who are very important in the landscape of cybersecurity and privacy who don't get talked about a lot often. David, who are they? Well, Bob, we have a system in this country that particularly with our large corporations, we expect a certain group of people to be providing oversight and making sure that risks are properly managed. And that's boards of directors, particularly of publicly traded companies. And, and I feel people don't really talk enough about the role that they play in making sure that data is better protected. So boards of directors, they usually come from all walks of life, not even necessarily the industry uh, on, of the company that, uh, that they are on the board for, right? That, just describe a little bit what a board of directors is supposed to do. Well, you know, traditionally what a board of directors is supposed to do is to make sure that the CEO's performance is going the way that it should in taking care of the company, and also to make sure that the finances of the company are being handled appropriately. And so to the degree that boards have really been understanding risk, it's been from a financial perspective and overseeing that. That's really expanded recently into the cybersecurity area because of the tremendous impact that cybersecurity can make on a company. So it's another form of a check and balance. But nowadays, the risks from ransomware and other kinds of cyber attacks is so substantial that anyone on a board really needs to, be on, uh, to understand how they work, right? Right. And for those reasons that I just mentioned about the traditional roles of members of a board, you know, if you've got people on the board whose real expertise is, let's say, they ran large companies themselves or they have a background in finance and accounting to be able to make sure that there aren't substantial risks from the way the finances of the company are being managed, they may not necessarily have the skills that they need or even the experience to understand the language of cybersecurity. Okay, so these watchers, these people who are an additional check and balance on CEOs are, are probably inadequately trained in some of these important technology issues. So what is Duke University trying to do about that? Yeah, and I think this is what we found, which was interesting, Bob, is we went out and surveyed the landscape here to see you know, why, if they didn't have the information that they needed, why didn't they have that information? And it's because no one had actually ever brought together the right combination of materials to educate folks who are going to go serve on a board on 
what they need to do when the chief information officer or the chief information security officer is going to come to them with a report. And that could be a report either about what program they're putting in place to proactively manage those risks, or a worse scenario of a report that an incident has just happened that's going to have a substantial potential impact on the company and actions needed to be taken right then. The board, members of the board have never had an entity that has been able to provide them with training for what's the language that they need to be watching for, what do they need to understand, and most importantly, what questions do they need to be asking when those executives come and present before them? So a data breach happens and a report comes to the board that says, "Here we're still figuring things out, but we know millions of people had their data exposed and this creates this situation for us. Does something pop into your head as an example of what can go wrong if someone on a board it doesn't really understand what's happening? Well, there's a lot of things that pop into my head about what could go wrong, including how do you talk about that publicly? How do you collaborate with law enforcement? How do you make sure you've got your lawyers engaged at the right level? What's the technology that's involved in making sure that your team understands the technology issues? This is the area that I think Duke has a real role that we can play. What's unique about what we've been building is that it's an interdisciplinary team between our engineering school, our computer science department, our law school, and our Sanford School of Public Policy that comes together to take a look at these issues. So we brought that team together to create a curriculum for how to educate people who are going to go serve on boards so that they can understand these issues and be prepared for when an impact or a, a breach like that happens. So you've made a training program. That's right, we're gonna actually, uh, but a lot of entities, when they try to do training programs like this, they end up offering some online training. It usually comes from one of those disciplines. We're actually going to bring people together, a small group of senior people to train them in person in Durham, North Carolina on Duke's campus this summer. Uh, so when is it and how can people learn more about it? Yeah, it's gonna be June 13th to the 15th and they can come to our San, uh, Sanford School of Public Policy website, or they can contact me directly, and they could apply to participate in the program. And it's, uh, they're going to come to Durham. They're going to spend a couple of days there. Durham is a very nice place. There's some other nice things about being in Durham in June, right? Well, yeah, it's a gorgeous place to be. The weather's usually perfect in the middle of June, although it can't provide a complete warranty for that. That's uh, like a risk management operation of its own. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's a really nice place to be that time of year. And the other thing that we're doing, this isn't just going to be the Duke faculty, but we've assembled many of the leaders from the private sector and former senior government officials to come together to bring uh, the different perspectives to bear as part of the program. Do you have a, a couple of maybe section titles or, or course titles in your mind that you might be able to share? Oh, I think the core part of this is risk management processes, how to build a cybersecurity program, a uh, incident response and incident management program, and then an overall cooperation with law enforcement. And then we will do specific breakouts on individual risks, including a, a 
panel on ransomware, I think that we're very excited about, about talk, talking to people about how they need to be prepared for ransomware attacks. Okay, so tell people once again, if they want to learn more, what's the website they can go to to find out about it? Uh, they should go to the Sanford School of Public Policy website and do the search for executive education there, and they will pop up our, our program, and you can contact me directly, and my email is david.hoffman at duke.edu. Professor David Hoffman from Duke University, thank you. Thanks, Bob. Debugger is brought to you by Duke University's Sanford School of Public Policy and Duke's Keenan Institute for Ethics. My thanks to audio engineer Julio Gonzalez.